gosh, this is so exciting. I haven't looked at this in years. Oh man. Okay, I wonder what could be in here. Oh wow. My Super Mario Brothers shampoo. I remember this smelling so good. I loved it. Let's see what it still smells like. Mm. Oh my god. Woo! That is not good. Ugh. What? Discontinue use if rash or redness or itching occurs? Mario, what happened? Look! It's my Today's Special tape! Oh, this show, this was awesome. It had puppets. I watched it on Nickelodeon all the time. I'm totally going to watch it right now. Huh. You know, I know I haven't seen the show in years, but I just, I remember it being so much more, well, uh, you know, it's just that all these things from my childhood, they just, they don't seem to be living up to my expectations. <gasps> all right, E.T. Now, if there is Anything from my childhood that can break this streak, it is E.T. Oh, awesome. There is no way that this game could still be anything less than amazing. Gamer here. And I just got done playing E.T. And it actually made me remember something pretty important from my childhood. But well, first, listen, I, I got E.T. in 1983 for Christmas. That's right. And usually when I bring it up, almost always people react like this. And I could never figure out why. Listen, it was one of the few games that I owned and you play the games that you have. I actually beat E.T. quite a few times and it was one of the few Atari games that you actually could beat. Now, the game has good points and bad points, but most of the bad points stem from the fact that the game was created in six weeks. And the programmer, Howard Scott Warshaw, well, he'll swear up and down that he created miracles during that time. Overall, I think the E.T. game experience is decent, if you know how to play it. Unlike games of today, where the tutorials are built in, if you didn't have the manual for E.T., there is no way you were going to be able to figure out how to play it. The game was even packaged with an added poster-like walkthrough that gave you some seriously good tips. 
but without the all-important manual or poster, most people all get stuck on the same thing. The pits. Or, the wells. Well, I mean, the game says it's the wells, but everybody always calls it the pits. I've always called it the pits. Alright, I guess if we're really going to do a review, I'm going to say the wells, but I really mean the pits. This moment of fail sums up almost every movie tie-in game after E.T. It's such a frustrating moment that it's been laughed about and parodied for the last 20 years. Well, today, I'm going to show you how to successfully get out of the wells. You ready? Okay. When you use E.T.'s power to float up out of a well, you don't just want to continue to hold up when you reach the overworld screen. Just press left or right instead, and then just try to avoid flying into another well. Also, you can activate E.T.'s levitation power as you're falling, so you can minimize the amount of time and energy you spend in there. What? It's that easy! There were other games in my collection growing up that are just as infamously hard and hated within the gamer community today. Well, like Amagon, for example. Ugh. Get out of here. I thought that some video games were just made not to be beaten because of games like that. No matter how much I played that game, I couldn't get very far, but I still played it for a time. It wasn't until years later that I would fully comprehend this important fact. Bad games exist. It was when I started hearing my fellow classmates saying stuff like, Oh, that game is the worst, that I began to realize that, well, not all games are good. As kids, we put a lot of trust into all sorts of aspects of our lives. But seriously, the idea that someone could possibly create a bad video game that was beyond my understanding or comprehension at seven years old. How or why would anyone do that? Today, we have far more information at our fingertips to help us make those decisions before we even buy the games. Back in the day, sometimes all you had to go on was the cover art or an ad in a magazine. For instance, once I asked my parents to buy me Dr. Chaos for the Nintendo because I saw it featured in a tips and tricks book that I had. Man, I felt dumb. After months of waiting and finally playing that game, it just, well, it wasn't, it wasn't very good at all. I felt a little betrayed. How could a book that was supposed to let me in on all the good games that were out there lead me down a path that was so wrong? Today, with all these online tools and pre-release reviews, we can finally make some educated decisions about the new games that we buy and not have to rely on some small screen cap or a one-paragraph description in some book. So that means that something like the E.T. fiasco, that'll never happen again. Nope, not ever. Not in a million, bazillion. Oh my gosh, a Harry Potter game! I'm so excited, I'm totally gonna download it right now. <gasps> yes, I love Harry Potter. I've read every single book. I'm such a huge fan. This is gonna be awesome. Huh, weird. Why am I starting off at Hogwarts? Shouldn't I be at home, like, helping my cousin not get attacked by a Dementor or something? 
Wingardium Leviosa. Woo! Lift in the bench. What do I do with the bench? Hmm. I guess maybe this would impress Cho if she were around. What if I hit Hermione? Yeah, usually she'll get really upset. She doesn't seem to care at all. Come on. I wonder if there's some kind of decree against bench tossing. This is so weird. You know, it's just not the same. Huh. I don't know. Well, I guess all games based on movies are going to be scams. Good thing this one was only a demo. Hmm. Hello, Z. This is Harry Potter. I see you've been playing the demo of my new game. Not my proudest moment. But there is something you need to know about it. This game's proof that awful game design and bad programming still exist in today's world. It doesn't just haunt you from your childhood. Yes, my games are indeed bloody awful, but think on this for a moment. Millions of muggled parents have emptied their wallets for my games, and will continue to do so. These hordes of children will anxiously await the release of my next game, even if it means suffering through another clip-heavy monstrosity of a title. And they will play the poop out of it until the next one comes along. So no, you shouldn't just purchase this game. You should buy all my games. Because deep down, the child in you yearns to play a game based on something you love so much. No! No, you're wrong, Harry Potter! Just because I loved your books does not mean that I want to wave a virtual wand in your 3D-rendered Hogwarts. Although, that Axio Firebelt spell did look really cool. No! No, I will not buy your game. I have learned something about games based on the properties that I love, and that is that they usually suck. Even if the source material is good, like E.T. or Harry Potter, or even Batman. The nostalgia factor doesn't make up for poor gameplay. However, that doesn't mean that I can't find something fun in them. For no matter how much you might dislike a title, somewhere out there, it's someone's favorite game. And who am I to say what's good and what's bad? It's just my opinion. Besides, maybe you just need to give the game a chance. <laughs> Although, some games really do just suck. <laughs>